Hey everybody, and welcome to today's News Tonight, the weeknight news show where we're joined by special guests and our lovely patrons to discuss the day's gaming news. I'm your host, Ash Paulson, and I'm joined, as always, by my good friends and GBG co-founders, Derek Bittner and Steve Bowling, as well as our very special returning guest, Andrew from Beta64. Andrew, man, how's it going? Going pretty well. I'm glad to be back talking about video games and and video game-like things, as we do. (laughs) Hell yeah. We're happy to have you back talking about video games and video video game-like things. things. Yeah, that's, that Indeed. should be the channel's slogan from now on. You can take it. It's free. It's free. <laughs> nice. Perfect. Nice. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> well, we do have a lot to talk about today between Indie World and a bunch of other news stories that have dropped since our last episode. But uh, before we go get into get too far into that, we do have a sponsor for today's, uh, today's episode, and that is, of course, Chip Damage Mike who says, Hi, my name is Mike, and I win all my fighting games via Chip Damage. I am also plagued by being, by being interested in too many things. Movies, comics, manga, anime, video games, toys, and all nerd culture have their hooks firmly embedded into my brain, and I just want to talk about it. Over on my channel, Chip Damage Mike, we look at rare, weird, and valuable games on all platforms, ranging from oddities like the Neo Geo Pocket to the big ones like the PlayStation 4. I'll also be going over toy releases from companies like First 4, Figma, and Kotobukiya, as well as discussions on where to start on big franchises like Yakuza and Final Fantasy. I want this channel to be a positive force where enthusiasts and collectors come together over their shared love of nerd media and culture. So get hype and please click on over and subscribe to Chip Damage Mike on YouTube and let's have some fun. Now, you guys in our audience have been great about upping Chip Damage Mike's sub numbers. Let's keep pumping that number up. Uh, right now, they just released a video on rare Xbox 360 games, as well as a review of uh, Kotobu- Kotobukiya's figure of Hiei from Yu Yu Hakusho. So, Good great stuff all nice. around. Yeah, great stuff on Chip Damage Mike's YouTube channel. So, please go over there, check it out, subscribe, and let's see that number continue to rise. Um, so, thank you once again, Chip Damage Mike, for your generous, generous contributions to our channel. We, we love and appreciate you so much. Um, with that said, guys, there was an Indie World presentation this morning that we should probably chat about before we get into the news proper. <laughs> um, so, Andrew, let's go ahead and start with you because, uh, you know, right. I already chatted. We reacted to Indie World this morning together. I already chatted with these guys about it. They're old hat. I want to get I want to get you. <laughs> My, <laughs> I oh, get you man. Reactions. Oh, yeah. boy. You're, 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 you're already replacing us, so you can oh, have yeah. this channel. I'll take Beta 64, I guess. I, I mean, actually, sure. Why not? We'll make it a deal. There, uh, there we go. Well, I love indie games. I, I absolutely adore indie games. I love Same. I love the concept of them. Just just a small group of people making it making a big splash. Maybe depend. It, it the way the indie world works. It's like I don't know. It, it it can be hard to get in. So so when I watch these, I like to see if I can I can you know get something new, something fresh, and of that. The first thing that that caught my eye was the first thing the the Road ninety six game. Oh yeah, that one looks so interesting to me. It does just just, just the with the brain because you know branching pathways have happened before, but this seemed like what did it say? How many choices? One hundred and forty something thousand different options. I, something I, like that. It's I'm, it's crazy, and it kind of reminded me of a Telltale game, almost yeah. except that it's mm-hmm. sort of committed like it wasn't one of those things like telltale will you'll have some differences here and there but you're still guided along the same storyline essentially this looks like it just branches wildly compared to that and uh it made it intriguing yeah uh i was very curious about that one 
it yeah, definitely I looked agree. interesting. I got Telltale vibes from it. Um, the just the, the the whole vibe of it seemed very interesting. At first, I was kind of getting Life is Strangeish vibes from it, but then mm. it kind of switched halfway through to something a little different. And and yeah, no, I think it's looking really interesting. Although I have to say, I think the first game that really stood out to me was the game we found out about after it, which was uh, Never Yield, or oh, excuse yeah? me, the, uh, mm. is uh, Aerial Knights Never Yield, which is a I guess a, a rhythm inspired free runner. 2D it, ca- it was like Bit Trip Beat, but it, it yeah. what was it? Neo Detroit was was what it, yeah. the setting was. Yeah, Something yeah. Like and the 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 music, the the soundtrack was mm. it was uh, done by a Detroit based musician, which is really cool. So, I think they said it was popping. I think that was what they said. Yes, yes, believe so. If I can remember correctly, yeah. <laughs> I, I can't remember. Um, I didn't get a chance to check out the demo that they released, but I uh, have. Yeah, that's yet. right. It I came today. To check didn't it out it? tonight. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I might even stream to it tonight it. in our in our Discord, maybe just to you know, kind of a casual stream to check it out. So, uh, but yes. I do want to check that out. Um, there was a lot of cool stuff. Uh, you know, I'm actually showing off this morning. Kind of curious, Andrew, what you thought of the longing, dude? Okay, no, I was getting to that right next. Oh my gosh, I love it. The con. Oh, you actually love it. Oh, I God. love the concept of really? four hundred okay. real days worth of just <laughs> nothing. But I'm sure there's something that gives me anxiety. <laughs> yeah, it's like I, I just, it's like Terraria or Animal Crossing, but there's an end when it when mm-hmm. and you're just all alone. I it, it could be good and it could be crap. I don't know. I can uh-huh. guarantee you it will be something. And it'll be something memorable and worth getting. I love I that kind of stuff. <laughs> I suppose. What, what I mean, would you think? I'm curious. I mean, I I don't I I. I don't hate the concept, but it's also one of those things like, oh, God, 400 real-time hours. And apparently it counts down even when you're not playing. So, you know, you step away for a while and you come back and I don't know what happens if it goes to like day 401 and you get back to the game. It's like, is the guy dead or like, who knows? I don't know. It's it's very odd. I wonder if it's one of those games that makes you feel guilty. Like Animal Crossing. I know Animal Crossing doesn't really do that anymore. It's kind of shied away Mm. from that more recently. But the way Animal Crossing used to be where if you – don't come back for a while and you come back after that 400 day if the game just has whatever story developments to make you feel guilty about not being there see, to see whatever happens that i wouldn't like because because yeah. i i hate the feeling of like oh man i have to play this game every day for 400 days i want it to be something where it's like i forget the game exists i come back and there's still 100 days left and like just just i i don't know it's what makes me so just excited is just the fact that I have no idea what it could be doing. When 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 most of these games that showed off at Indie World, I'm like, oh, I get that a skateboarding game. You you're skateboarding, platforming. TMNT looks great. It's it's a beat 'em up. Four hundred days of doing nothing. Now, how can you make that exciting? Yeah. I, I mean, That's it is. Excited for. A, it was a very lackadaisical trailer. I watched that guy climb the stairs, and it's just so <laughs> yeah. slow. It's like, oh I god, know, right? I could, it could be. Are- People in our reaction chat, though, a few people had some really nice things to say about it. Uh, apparently, the game has is, is you know reviewed very well on Steam. Oh, it's uh, already so. out. Oh, dude, on yeah. Steam. So why am I not playing it? And, yeah, yeah, according to Audoodle, has a ninety-two percent on Steam. So, dude, apparently so it's doing people well. Seem to like the game. I can't remember who it was. I apologize, but someone said that it, it really um, it deals with themes of loneliness in apparently a pretty oh. respectful way. Uh, like or at that. least a, an effective way. Same here. Like that sounds interesting to me. I just, I, you know, oh, go ahead, sorry. No, no, you, gameplay interesting. For I, <laughs> though I, I love that one of its its things is uh it's it's like bullet points is the walking speed is slow. Uh-huh. Luckily, there's no need to hurry. 
Yeah, right. I I love games that can like take difficult concepts and, and like loneliness, depression, or stuff like that, and do it in an engaging, respectful kind of way that makes you think. It's just like there there's a lot of games out there, especially nowadays, that that try to do that, and and some do it better than others. So if it does this well, I'm interested. In fact, I'm just gonna buy it. After. I'm just gonna straight up say it. I'm gonna buy it after this. I I love Indie nice. World. Yeah. It doesn't focus just on Switch. I like that it's it it gives me insight into other indie games I have no idea about. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm... as we were talking about earlier today, uh, Steve was the one who actually brought this up. Nintendo does it right in terms of highlighting mm-hmm. the developers, the faces behind these games, without you know doing going the Xbox way where they are interviewing developers for like 20 minutes and repeating the same one minute trailer yeah. it's like you get 30 <laughs> seconds of, of intro from the developer hey here's who i am here's my game and then you get the trailer and then you move on and yeah. that's mm. that's the way to do it you're, you're yeah. gonna know within the first couple minutes whether or not this is something you're gonna be into yeah it's it's judging a book by its cover which which kind of sucks but it's like it, it 20 minutes you can fit a lot of games if you're doing it the nintendo way and that gives yeah. everyone a good chance of, of showing off their games to to a potentially new audience. Right. Uh, one of the more curious things we saw that we hadn't even really seen anything of prior to this morning was uh, Forever, the, the House of the Dead remake, which <laughs> Forever Entertainment's remake of that game, mm. which, uh, as we talked about this morning, visually on its face, it looks like it could be pretty faithful. But some of that, there's some weird stuff. Those sound effects and, and the font for like the reload Dude, you, message. Oh, you said the font. Yeah. Thank goodness. I saw the yeah. font. It, I, I'm so, yeah. it's just me. I look at a game and I see a font that I don't like. I'm like, this, I can't do it. I can't buy I this game. You. I'm sorry. Oh, no. I, I'm not usually well. like that, but the font in this is so <laughs> bad. And Can I'm we like, just talk about like, the font mm. for a few, few minutes? Just the font. Oh. It's it's bad. Yeah. It is. I, I would say. And yeah. I mentioned this during Indie World, but the font coupled with that god-awful gun sound effect that sounds oh god, like an yeah. actual yeah. pew-pew, I was like, <laughs> and, and I said this to Ash and Derek, it looks like when a kid on TV is, like, pretending to play a game and they have to put in some placeholder. <laughs> yeah. yeah! It really does. House of the Dead That's looks like great. that. Yeah. That's amazing. Who who made this game? Who who made it? It's Forever Entertainment who did the Panzer okay. Dragoon remake. So oh, they yeah. get a hold of good properties. It doesn't seem like they do the mm. best job actually remaking them. Yeah, right. you know, I am. I I remember a few episodes back. I said that I don't care if it's them remaking Chrono Trigger as long as I get Chrono Trigger. I'm starting to have second thoughts on that. <laughs> I was as soon as you said that, I'm like, you know it's what? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because they're, they're doing something with Square Enix. They're they're taking care of something, and I, who knows what How that's going to be. These properties. That is a good question. Could I get they, these properties? I know. Can you call maybe, me? Maybe it's because they're middle of the road enough. Like, I mean, I know Panzer Dragoon remake wasn't great, or maybe it wasn't even good, depending on who you ask. But it also wasn't an absolute out and out trash fire right yeah so maybe that's how they get by i mean as long as the base enough. game is good i don't think they can screw it up that bad but yeah 13 yeah. remaster says says hello <laughs> right yeah <laughs> well there are way too many games for us to cover here but there is of course one more i need to bring up and you already did bring it up andrew and that is of course team and t shredder's revenge which not only continues to look so fucking good but now we found out today that t lopes is on the soundtrack and oh, my man. hype was already stratospheric now it is i need an adult i need help i'm not <laughs> I need okay help. seriously i am this is <laughs> not, not a joke okay. this is gonna be such an amazing game you guys i mean of course we don't know it could come out and maybe it's disappointing but i highly doubt it given the development pedigree the publishing pedigree 
and the fact that we got a brand new T Lope soundtrack coming. I can't and and that it just looks guys. amazing in yeah. motion. It looks yeah. so I, good. I heard someone say Turtles in Time in, in the reveal, and I was like, ah. Yes, I love <laughs> Turtles of Time so much. I didn't even really watch TMNT growing up, but I still was a huge fan of Turtles of Time. Oh, I was oh, absorbed. It, it's, it's still such a great... Yeah, no, I was a TMNT, just absolute mm. dork growing up, and still am. I've always loved the TMNT. Oh, yeah. um, and, and I love how we see... You know, not only is it, it's, is it so superbly recreating the old 80s cartoons style, oh, yeah. but it's so cool to see the return of that show's unique characters, like Vernon. There's a scene where Bebop just picks up Vernon and runs away with him. I guess he's kidnapping him, and it's great. And I'm like, ah, oh, man, it's just it's tickling every nostalgia funny bone I have, and it's I, I can't wait. I can't I'm excited. Wait. I'm mm. so excited. The music. Yep. Yeah. I, I have they. I, I need to like. I was like, have they released a, so- a song yet? Just in full that I can listen to. Unfortunately, no, not. Only the ones in the in the trailer. Dang. So we'd have to just watch the trailer over and over again. Which, hey, you know, yeah, there, are, there are worse ways to spend your time. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, but we could talk about indie world for much longer. But we do actually have a lot of news to get to today. So let's go ahead and get that first story up on screen. And this was posted in our Discord by a couple of people, Coop's Crib and its ATM. And uh, the PS5 has gotten its first. Major firmware update since launch. They're calling it the April update, which is apt, considering it's April. Uh, and it's adding uh, things like support for USB extended storage, cross-generation share play. There's an improved game-based menu, uh, as well as smaller things like you can uh, disable game chat quickly now, or I guess more quickly, uh, adjust friend volume more easily during online game sessions. There's a new trophy setting screen. Yeah, I, uh, this is cool. I haven't really gotten a chance to turn on my PS5 since this update dropped, so I haven't really you know, scoped it out for myself yet, but uh, have you guys at all checked it out yet? Does everyone have a PS5 but me? Yes. <laughs> now we do, yes. yes. On this, I, we, dang we, it. Yeah. We've, we've been hooked up since I mean, last time you were here. I, I, I've not had a chance to really play a lot of PS5 games on it, uh, but Amy's been really enjoying playing Final Fantasy fourteen <laughs> on it. I don't know if she'll actually get a uh, chance to take advantage of all this these these new features. Uh, honestly, the one that seems the most widespread is, you know, something people maybe use quite a bit is the USB extended storage, which they do say is actually uh, in their little blog post um, how it's a faster way of getting your stuff back in because uh, where is it? Um, they, the PS5 titles can't be played from the extended storage and right. they also yeah, can't okay. be downloaded directly downloaded to USB extended storage. However, games that you transfer or copy back to that will automatically update when applicable. And in addition, you can select the game modes, which game modes you want to install, such as campaign or multiplayer for select titles that support the option. In addition, I think they said it's actually faster to, put it onto the USB storage, then just deleting it and reinstalling via the disk. That God. depends. That really depends. Um, so <laughs> I, I checked out the update. Um, I'm okay, currently cool. working on a review for a PS5 game that I can't disclose, so I've been spending a lot of time with the console this last week. <laughs> um, and I, and I uh, just before the episode, I decided to dig around in the update and see what I could find. And there, there are definitely some things I really like about this. USB is kind of low on the list for me um, mm. because the one, it's highly dependent whether or not it is quicker to copy from a USB or re-download the game. If you have yeah. really fast internet, mm. then mm-hmm. you can download a game quicker than it takes to copy. 
uh, from a mm-hmm. USB drive onto your PS5's SSD. Um, I'm fortunate enough to have really fast download, but garbage upload. <laughs> which... <laughs> yeah, I feel that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Thanks, yeah. thanks, Cox. Yeah, really living can... up to your name. <laughs> Dude, I got Cox too. Let's freaking <laughs> go. Oh, man. Uh, we used to have Cox. It is the worst. Yeah, yeah. It's funny. I, I would say Spectrum it sucks too, but I mean, I've heard much worse things about Cox than I ever have Spectrum, even though they can be a little spotty as well. So my heart goes out to you. The internet is full <laughs> of you. all kinds of terrible Cox. Anyway, <laughs> the yeah. uh, I, I will say that the things I like in this update are that you can now subscribe to games similarly to the way you oh. do on the Switch. So Sony hmm. puts like little news updates about games you've been playing or it believes you to be interested in. Now you have the control to say like, no, I don't want to hear about Crash 4, you know, or or whatever. So I like that. So I can control which games I see content for. Um, they also have the ability now to uh, determine which trophy levels auto record screenshots or video, which I think is right. really cool because okay. I don't I don't need a video clip of every silver trophy I get. <laughs> I, like, I mean, I yeah. disabled yeah. all of it. Yeah, <laughs> I was just oh, like, nope, I, I don't I turn it off. There's like no need for that to be there for me. I I switched it to just platinum because I you know I I don't get mm-hmm. platinums all the time, and I'm like, yeah, I'd probably like to remember getting those trophies. Well, my or, problem was uh, this sure. is a PS4 thing. So I, because you know I I'm so sad I don't have PS5, but I I whenever I have it turned on to record things, but every time I get a trophy, I'm playing games. It says sorry, you can't record anything right now, so I don't even get them. All I get is a notification saying sorry, sucks to be you. What is what is worse than playing a game you love and finding out the developers have for whatever reason disabled video recording for that game? I don't freaking know why. Smash yeah. Brothers is is Smash the is one the of those for me. About that. I'm like yeah. I anytime I actually do something cool in Smash, I instinctively mash the record button. Yeah. And it's like just kidding, you're not good enough for that. I'm like, oh, <laughs> <You're>... <laughs> sorry, you anyway. suck. Yeah, you're well, not and, in, and the, you're and not in global. The worst Smash. part about. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Oh, I, sorry. I meant to say you're not an elite Smash. You can't record video. <laughs> like they just lie. You unlock that feature later. Yeah. Mm. They're well, like, you have yeah. to be a certain I, level like, of good to record video, or else Sakurai will get you banned from Twitter. Right. <laughs> like, I'm so used to just, I love the Switch's video recording feature because mm-hmm. I'm so used to just doing something really cool in a game, say, like Mario 35, rest in peace, mm-hmm. uh, where I would just, you know, hold it really quickly and I get that clip. And I've, I've thought about that in Smash so many times when I make great plays, but then I always forget, oh, I can't do that. And then I, um, then I try to make a mental note in the middle of the match, like, okay, when you get to the results screen, Make sure you save the replay. And like mm. 85% of the time, I forget. And it's like the saddest feeling, the most crushing mm. feeling when you realize, shit, I really wanted to save that match. So <laughs> Smash really doesn't is do it, that. Is, yeah. it, is it some sort of performance thing? It has to be. Maybe. It's got to be something like that. It's either that or it's or it's kind of their underhanded way of, of r- forcing people to post on Smash World mm. or whatever that service is called. Maybe. Kind of like... They want to root all Smash content through Smash World to the extent that they can. I guess that could be it. I don't know. I don't know. Like a very I, maybe it like dropped like if when you record it, it would cause like a freeze in the gameplay that mess with things. I don't. This is all speculation. I don't freaking yeah, know. Who knows? It just yeah, my, my guess would be that it it carries the possibility of creating a frame drop or something, and it could, it could be. be. Mm-hmm. It would it would result in um, negative PR for the game somehow. Right. Right. 
Uh, well, before we move on to the next news story, I do also want to highlight that there are some new features that just came to the PlayStation app kind of uh, in parallel to this new PS5 update. Now, I don't know if you guys use the PlayStation app at nope. all, but I have, nope. and I do, and it's actually really good. And, oh. and the reviews oh. in the right. app store reflect that. So, uh, But you can do things like um, you can manage your storage, your PS5 storage via the app now, which really? is pretty cool. Um, you can mm-hmm. join multiplayer sessions on PS5 from the app. So just honestly, it's one of the better like game publisher I, apps out there that I've ever used. So I didn't know it, it was a thing, and I just assumed it was like the Switch app, and I just sort of I, like, nope. No, it is not like the Switch app. It is 100 million billion percent times it, better it is and more useful. Definitely a really good app. I will say that if you have ever signed into someone else's console, though, it gets really weird really quick. Like I get Ooh, notifications okay. all the time. Because um, when I was in Colorado, I signed into my friend's PS5, and then I, you know, I came home and signed back into mine. But I get mm. notifications every time my friend downloads a game on his console now. Oh, no. So I, it's oh. like it freaks me out sometimes because I get notifications for games I know I didn't buy, and it's like, thank you for purchasing oh. Erica for PS4. I'm like, what the hell? <laughs> I didn't do that. Yeah. So, uh, it, but okay, I will sucks. say I did not know that. Other than that, it's a really it's it's a really good app, and I do like that it you know I can I can manage stuff on the PlayStation. Like you know, I'll get a lot of uh, codes for games in this line of business. We get sent codes, you know, and I'm usually mm. busy, <coughs> so I'll enter the code on my PlayStation app on my phone, and then by mm. the time I'm ready to play, the game's already installed, and it'll let me know when the game's done installing. See, that's which nice. Is really nice. That's really nice. right. Yeah, I, w- um, I wish that the Switch app had that. I wish I could redeem a code same. in the app the and that it would Xbox tell me when it's ready. Does the Xbox app have that? It does. Okay. <laughs> no, okay. Yeah, yeah. both, both of us. Uh, I had Sony no idea Microsoft that these app. other consoles thought, had apps. <laughs> I, I thought there was a way attention. you could pre-download a game on the Switch, but maybe that was the Wii U for some reason, I'm thinking. No, you can. Okay, you um, can. can. Yeah. So, like, okay. with pre-orders. Just not through the app. Yeah, with pre-orders they open it they open it up for you to buy and then it'll download like a week or so in advance usually and okay. then it'll just unlock. Um but yeah, you can't do it in the app whereas on both competing platforms, you can both buy the game in the app and download it. Gotcha. Mhm. Right, right. Um I I really quick I want to uh, extend a congratulations to Dark B Andy in the chat who says they managed to get their PS5 ordered today. Oh, congratulations. congratulations. That's a game. big that deal. Tough. Yeah. That is and, really uh, tough. Andrew, if it helps you at all, uh, the way my wife was able to secure mine was that she was following Wario64 on Twitter with notifications on, and it drove her crazy, but she was able to get one uh, for the That's holidays. That's how I did it. Me. So, yeah. So try that if you haven't. Open up Twitter real quick. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. The one thing um, before we right. move off of this that oh. I want to say is I. I desperately want Sony to introduce whatever the update is that enables us to expand the actual PS5 storage. Like the hardware is going to happen. Agreed. Yeah. Um, they, yeah, I mean, probably they just going to have to require an SSD. Yeah. How, how fast? It. I'm curious how fast the storage of the PS4 or PS5 is. So I know I know a little bit about that. I know that okay. it is a PCIe Gen 4 mm-hmm. SSD. And those when the PS5 launched weren't very commonplace because there weren't motherboards or CPUs in the computing space that supported them at the consumer level. And Intel just launched last week, their latest processors, which do support the same type of SSD that's in the PS5, which means that manufacturers should be rolling those out like more, more frequently now. But I wonder, I wonder if it's a, 
software constraint or a hardware constraint? Like, I mean, Sony very clearly knew that these were coming and they were able to secure mm. their own for inside the PS5. Yeah. Um, mm -hmm. And I know that if you, I mean, you can buy one that technically w should work, but Sony hasn't released an official specification for which ones are supported. Um, yeah. And it'll just tell you like, your PS5 won't work. It'll say, hey, you've plugged something in there and you're not supposed to do that yet. Take your PS5 Naughty apart and enough. take it out. <laughs> um, get that crap out of here. <laughs> yeah, get that out of me. And so um, I'm I'm interested to see, you know, they said like, hey, we're still working on it. It's coming later in this blog post, but I need later to be here now because I already own <laughs> yeah. too many games for the PS5 that, I, that I'm already like having to shuffle games off. So I appreciate the USB thing. But I'd really mm -hmm. like to be able to just throw some more money at this problem and put an actual SSD expansion in there. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, I mean, that's the thing is, is while this existing update is good for people with data caps, slower internet connections, that's definitely not turning my nose up to the fact that this update is a thing. But is it, it's, it's not necessarily, well, it's not even true extended storage. It's not extended storage at all, really, if if you can't run the game Run it's like having a storage shed. From it. It's like having a storage yeah. shed yeah. with a bunch of boxes. Yeah, right? You can yeah. walk in and grab it in the back <laughs> box all the way over there. Yeah, and the many, many boxes in my closet can attest to the fact that that I don't really find it worth it ever to go digging into mm. boxes to find things I need. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Um, all right. Well, we've uh, talked about the PS5 updates for quite a while, so let's go ahead and move on to the next story where we switch to the Switch. And uh, this story was posted in our uh, in our server by Eddie Zacienland and Nerd Toad, and that is that this beautiful, gorgeous new Switch yes. Lite, uh, blue Switch so Lite, good. is launching mm. May twenty first in the U S. for one ninety nine ninety nine. However, Europeans, you're lucky; you get it two weeks earlier on May seventh. Right? So lucky, guys! I love this. It's beautiful. It's <laughs> yeah, actually beautiful. gorgeous, and it's making me want to switch light, even though I literally have no need for one Dude, i know right yeah let me this let me ask you guys i'm curious have has anyone talked about if the lights have drift joy con drift I, i'm sure it's been yes. talked about but i don't know i, I haven't seen because like the big thing when it was talked about was like oh if it has a drift you gotta send the whole console instead of just getting a new controller or sending in one controller and then getting it back i didn't know if that was still like a thing so, or if I've seen reports of Joy-Con drift in uh, the light before, and it makes sense have, because yeah. we, we dug into this issue, I want to say, on one of the very first episodes of TNT because people started reporting stick drift on the PS5, and it yeah. came out that the PS5, the Xbox, and the Nintendo Switch all use the exact same component for their analog sticks, just with a different rubber cap yep. stuck on top. And that's true of the Switch Lite as well. It uses the exact same part as what's in standard Joy-Con. But for whatever reason, uh, there are far, far, far fewer reports of uh, drift that's happening so in that. Yeah, hmm. it's, it's very weird. Maybe well, far fewer people actually, you know, own the Switch Lite. Yeah. Well, right. you know, it might also be true that, that the Switch Lite is in the hands of kids a lot more. And people, parents, you know, are just like, yeah, my kid mm. broke it. So what? <laughs> you know? Right. You know? Good I will point. be the first to admit that if my kid was like, my analog stick doesn't work, I'd be like, what did you do to it? <laughs> uh -huh. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. It's, yeah, and, and yeah, the more I'm looking it up, the more I'm seeing that, that, that there are people saying definitely that the Switch Lite uh, does, can drift. And mm. I, now that I'm seeing that, I'm remembering that, yeah, it's like, it's a, it's a thing. 
I don't know how widespread it is, but it's certainly... Did I ever say... I, I forget if I, I even mentioned it like online or anything, but my PS3 controller started drifting. Really? Oh, wow. Oh, did it? PS3 That's controller drift, PS4, Switch. What's happening? Huh. It, it's a virus. It's, it's like the Switch <laughs> it like it infected it. all of my consoles. I've been very lucky. The only uh, controller I've, I've had suffer from drift was my modded pair of Joy-Con, which basically mm. the left one doesn't even work anymore. I'm guessing because it was modded, it just, you know, that kind of shortened its life. But my official neon Joy-Con still don't drift amazingly. So and neither does my pro controller, which I've had since launch. So it feels borderline random. Yeah, it really it does. does. Yeah. I mean, so, I don't. I guess I, I've just I'm been lucky. With you, Ash, I haven't had any Joy-Con drift or, or controller drift of any kind. And five. I think I'm just lucky. Oh my god. Dang five it. Joy-Cons drifted. Jesus, I sent man. them all away. That now sucks. there's only one that drifts. That's that's an improvement. That's an eighty yeah, percent improvement. Was, <laughs> and it was free, and it's like I mean, I'm not I'm not super gonna complain because it's like I had so many Joy-Cons, I just played with another two while the other five went away. So <laughs> Yeah, exactly. I, you know. But with the Switch Lite, going back to the to the Switch Lite, that's not exactly as easy of a, a solution. Which is the only reason why I'm like I mean, that and also because I have a Switch and I don't need another Switch. It's the only reason that I'm like, I don't know if I need it, but I love how it looks. I have a Switch and a (laughs) Switch Lite, and I still want (laughs) a blue Switch Lite. Like, this thing, this is pretty. I like this. This is objectively better than than the design of the standalone Switch that we all have, Mm. right? I I Mm, wish that this, if this could dock, I wouldn't have any other version. Um, Yeah. But... That blue is so gorgeous, and I know people are saying it's purple. It's not purple. It's blue. I put that's no, not purple at all. It's not purple. Put no, that it's definitely blue. Next to a picture of a GameCube, and you'll very quickly realize yeah. it's blue. Yeah. I don't. Um, uh, I don't know whether I like this or the teal one more. I love them both. I think they're both just absolutely gorgeous pieces of tech. And again, I don't need a second switch literally no use for it in my life but i nope. want this just to look at it <laughs> I know hold it, it. And... you i i i'm not as seduced by this i mean it's very pretty but i have no like nope i don't need this i'm like well that's cool yeah. but i also well, i have I'm no need for a switch light yeah. i have no inclination to pay, just pick up an extra one it's very pretty uh yeah. it's i guess it's kind of smart to release a new switch light alongside metopia for mm. anybody who's gonna buy that game uh yeah. you know but yeah. i mean it's like cool yeah. I like it, but I'm not going to get it. Yeah, exactly. It's like, yeah, well, I mean, very I'm nice. Not, I'm not. lusting after it, but I'm not actually going <laughs> to. I'm know, just I'm lusting, drop guys. No big deal. Because I don't need it. <laughs> yeah. Just... yeah. So, uh, yeah, that comes out, as you said, Derek, uh, separately uh, alongside Metopia on the same day, the Switch version of Metopia, which is, that's uh, certainly exciting. And uh, whoever is down on Wilshire Boulevard revving their car really loudly, <laughs> I wish they'd stop. That's so annoying. Okay, well. Uh, let's go ahead and move on to our next story, which takes us back into the PlayStation sphere of things in a way. And uh, this was posted in our server by Topaz, and the latest character to be coming to Fortnite, which seems to be just letting everybody, so many weird different characters from so many different places, is Aloy from Horizon Zero Dawn, uh, which is cool. I love Aloy. Uh, but this also means that she is the second PlayStation character now to, in a way, appear on Switch, the first, of course, being Kratos. Uh, who's also mm. in Fortnite. Mm. And, do guys, do you even know what Fortnite is anymore? Like, they're... they're <laughs> I mean, what the even is, is what, this what, The thing is, they're just skins. They're not... I it's know, not like Smash Brothers where they're all unique. It's no, just, I know that. It's just, just skins. skins. But... It's, I mean, it's cool. It's certainly Fortnite. cool. And it's, it makes sense 
you know, target those kids. They're like, who's Aloy? What's that all about? Oh, I should check that out. Yeah. Right. I, it really I don't hate system. Fortnite, but I, I also don't want to play it. I love yeah, same. Fortnite's yeah. Save the World mode, which gets absolutely mm. zero love from Epic whatsoever. Dude, I remember mm. when they announced Fortnite and it was just Save the World. And yeah. it was like yeah. at this Apple presentation, they were like, Epic Games is announcing they're bringing Unreal Engine to Max as well as this game called Fortnite. And now look, I, oh, yeah. I had no idea. You know, I, I wish Epic remembered how supportive I was of Fortnite when they showed it to me at E3 and it was not popular at all. <laughs> like, they, they were like, we've got this game. It's tower defense. Why aren't you in of. Fortnite? Yeah. Put yeah. me in yeah, Fortnite. Right? Damn it. I played Save the World. Yeah. I played Fortnite when it cost money. <laughs> That's that incredible. Out. Yeah. I, I mean... I practically paid to play Fortnite. god damn it um, who, who right. knew taking the uh idea from battle player unknown battlegrounds would work out so well for them and it did and it did yep. yeah look where we are now yeah um we've got I, I, I have to ask i don't know if you guys have talked about this already just just getting a, a, an opinion out here um do you think peter griffin's coming to Fortnite? because yeah. i have a bet that I, if he comes to Fortnite, then i have to play it and i don't want to play is. i don't I don't think he is. I don't think you he don't? is. I, I, I don't know, but I could see it. Like, it's I don't split. think any characters yeah, off the table, honestly. I think it's Fortnite has waned enough. Or I think not Fortnite. I think Family Guy has waned enough in popularity to where he wouldn't necessarily. Like, they're getting they're getting whoever they want, almost. They can you really know? get just whoever. It's crazy. I mean, it would make more sense for them to go for, like, you know, Rick and Morty, unless they're yeah, already exactly. in the game, which maybe they are. Yeah. Morty, we're in Fortnite, um, Morty. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't think they'll ever get Nintendo characters, though. No, Nintendo's too. Probably not. Right. Yeah, Nintendo's Nintendo too. Well, uh, people were hoping for already, Samus. I think it's, man, that's tough. Oh. Samus I was mean, in, in, like, Bayonetta. No, not Bayonetta. Some other wait, uh, there was a Fox Samus was costume. No, was, okay, okay, yeah, there was, there was right. But there Fortnite, <laughs> Daisy, Link, yeah, I think there I were a lot some, of like, oh yeah, yeah, that was that. And then there was like Fatal Frame, I think also had some. Oh yeah, there was a Zero oh, Suit yeah. Samus. I did a video on that for GX. There was a Zero Suit Samus costume yeah. in uh, for the main character in Fatal Frame, Maiden of Blackwater. Right. So like, <laughs> it's not impossible, but both of those companies are like Japanese-based companies who made those right. games and this is this is fortnite this is, and i mean this i gotta say like fortnite. no disrespect to fortnite or you know i'm sure there are plenty of fortnite players who would like to see nintendo characters yeah. in the game yeah. and if that happens great but i also don't really want to see nintendo characters in what i feel is this god-awful art style just like i don't really like seeing aloy in this art style because i think she deserves better and it reminds me of like off-brand disney infinity or something I just it does kind of does it yeah i'm, I'm more scared of samus style like default dancing or something the, the thing <laughs> right that's what i'm most scared i i think the reason we won't see nintendo characters is that you don't need help marketing nintendo characters to fortnite's existing demographic they're already no. if mm. they're gonna play a nintendo game they've already been sh- force-fed tons of ads for it so i i think that this works better for more mature characters like master chief kratos now aloy to introduce a younger generation of gamers to those characters but samus is technically designed for the older audience I agree, True. but I think Nintendo doesn't give enough of a shit. I know that was that was the next point I was making, but yeah. I don't think Nintendo cares. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think um, I think that's the problem. Nintendo doesn't have any interest in promoting right. Metroid to that audience or to their core audience. It seems or promoting Metroid <laughs> to any audience. Yeah. yeah. 
Yeah. Metroid uh, Battle Royale. Nintendo's going to make their the own. Chat. Oh, Doodle okay. in the chat says something I never thought I'd read, which is Peter Griffin is like the Shing Long of Fortnite. That, you know, you're not oh, necessarily wrong about that. Wow. It's a really weird way to put it, but you're not wrong. Um, yeah, so, you know, yeah, it's cool that Aloy's in the game. There is, of course, PlayStation. If you're playing the game on PS5, there is uh, unique content, as there should be. Uh, if you play it on PS5, players will unlock the Ice Hunter Aloy style, which is based on the Banuk Ice Hunter outfit from Horizon Zero Dawn. There's also a, and I don't think this is exclusive, but there is a new Heart Ryzen emote, which sounds like uh, our local mm-hmm. Azran 127 designed it because of that great, great pun there. So, yeah, it's cool. Uh, I don't play Fortnite. I probably won't. But seeing no. Aloy and other things is cool. I just wish it wasn't in this art style. But, you know, such as it is, right? Mm. Agree. If anything, this points out how big of a character that uh, Aloy's become. True. Yeah, uh, it's true. Sony ship it, uh, ship it out. It's like it wasn't not Ratchet in there. No, it's a- Aloy. Uh, yeah, from Horizon, they only picked so. the best for Fortnite. Yeah, only exactly. the best. I mean, they got Kratos, so they got Kratos. yeah. Sure. Well, if you thought this was the craziest crossover we were going to talk about today, think again, because our next news story is even wilder. So let's go ahead and get that up on screen. And that is that uh, Ryu and Chun-Li are coming to Power Rangers Battle for the Grid, and they they look like legit Power Ranger versions of Ryu and Chun-Li, which I never thought I'd needed or wanted. And maybe I, I still don't need it, but it's really cool. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. Oh, and I, it's I on Stadia. It. Thank goodness. Yeah, thank right. goodness. I, yeah. I watched the trailer. I mean, they got Kyle Hebert in there to do his lines, and right. it's they, they created a brand new... Power Rangers outfit for him, which is they, definitely they did not. They did not believe it or not. I dug into this because when I was a kid, oh wow, I know you're going I with this. loved Power Rangers. Like I was obsessed, and I was like, "How would I miss Ryu becoming a Power Ranger? This couldn't have been." And it turns out <laughs> that Ryu uh, was made a Power Ranger in the comics like years ago. Really? So, yeah. so Ryu as mm-hmm. a Power Ranger is actually is a canonical thing that already existed in the Power mm. Rangers universe. And he was and Chun Li as well, right? Yeah, they yeah. Ryu were. and Chun Li yeah. both were given morphers and Ew. inducted into the Power Rangers. Uh, Ryu is classified as a Gold Ranger, which is like a traditionally one of the you know six Power Rangers. Yeah, it's like the the extra Power Ranger, the super powerful one type thing. Interesting. Yeah, and the gameplay trailer. My God, it's... like I've played yeah. Battle for the Grid, and I thought it was kind of mm-hmm. interesting. But this is like a whole other level. It, of, it feels like they've been improving it cool. gradually over time. So it's it's, it's pretty cool. Like, yeah. I'm not a Power Rangers guy at all, but I'm watching this this trailer and I'm like, this looks pretty damn sick. And and Ryu right. looks, I'm not even like a big Ryu fan. I, I more prefer Ken and some other Street Fighter characters, but he looks really cool in this. And this game looks like it's a lot of fun. Yeah, it, it really does. I've played the fighting game. I thought it w- had some good... Uh, core fundamentals to it from a mechanics perspective but um even though i you know like power rangers i have a lot of nostalgia for it it just didn't grab me and and keep my interest mm. but with mm. this I, i'll come back and play the hell out of this I mean, <laughs> that's all it took me, that's all you put, it took? you put a uh, marvel versus capcom style ryu in any fighting game and i'll play it yeah and mm. he has it's too bad cool... the the trailer doesn't show chun li much though yeah, I think Chun Li's probably a, a ways yeah. off, but I really mm-hmm. like that Ryu has um, some kind of. Oh, uh, th- that's the other thing. His move set in this game is also canonical to the Power Rangers universe, which is just ridiculous. Really? Yeah. So 
he has like a like a um he he has a lot of his traditional street fighter moves but he has this uh they call it the falcon hadoken and it's you see it in the trailer he throws a hadoken at someone that is red and very (laughs) odd looking and it like bounces them off the wall back at him so he can continue his combo uh which is really cool too but uh apparently in the comics he mixes like the power the powers he gets from the power rangers uh morpher and his you know his special moves to create new techniques that he uses in the power rangers universe so i I, it's really cool the level of detail that went into this wow that's yeah that's really cool i mean it does feel like they went all out because they again they got kyler bear who's you know not exactly hard to get i'd say he's he's been a lot but lord bailey has become much more of a big name over over time yeah um like she, she, I feel like she costs money. <laughs> they got her for Chun Li. Uh, no Yoko Gaming in the chat points out that not only is there the comic origin, but they say just FYI, Capcom collaborated with a mobile game a couple of years back with these with these exact characters. Yep. I was not aware of that. So interesting. Wow. Yeah, yeah. yeah Ryu appeared as a as a Power Ranger in a Power Rangers mobile game as well. Um, and real quick for for those asking, Jared Edinger in the chat asked if this DLC is free. It's I think it's twelve fifty, uh, which I mean six six bucks seven bucks for a character isn't that bad, especially yeah. It's, 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 it's for both. It's for both fighters. Yeah, mm. exactly. It says the pack will include both fighters and exclusive skins to be revealed at a later date. They'll also be sold separately for six bucks each. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. to me that's, that's a pretty standard. good deal. Yeah, yeah that's not yeah. bad. Yeah. That uh, seems pretty standard. Response- in response to my saying I'm not a big Power Rangers guy, Skull, T- uh, Skull Kid Tiger says, wait, Ash, what about the Power Ranger and TMNT live-action crossover? This is my first time hearing about that, and I might have to make an exception for okay. this, man. So, no, 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 no. This is, the, this is the continuity that was the next mutation, the one with Venus. Oh, it is. And that's when okay. they Maybe. crossed Maybe over with it. Power Rangers in space. I remember this episode from a kid. Space. It sucks. Okay. Well, this version of TMNT is not great either, oh, but it's yeah. just. Well, New Mutation is mm. just a total just dumpster fire. Like that whole show is just. Yeah. Well, the, yeah. Just bring that dumpster <laughs> fire over there. I think the the, the, the TMNT steals their spaceship, the Power Ranger spaceship or something like that. I forget, but. <laughs> wow. Sure. Okay. Yeah, well, sure. Why not? Why not? Cool. Great. Yeah, there are other people in the chat now saying it's not a great crossover. So maybe I should check it out ironically, but not because I'm. I mean, that is straight down. I'm just your... waiting for you to like actually like yeah. it and be like, oh crap. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Damn it! I have terrible taste. <laughs> well, we knew that. <laughs> Ouch, man! First, Derek throws Kyle Hebert under the bus, and then me. I, I like Kyle Hebert. Kyle Hebert has been around for a while. I'm just saying that Laura Bailey is isn't she SAG? I I be, maybe I believe so. I don't actually know. I'm pretty sure she's SAG, and I'm yeah. pretty sure he's not. Well, to, I mean, you're just digging yourself deeper because you went immediately out of your way to defend Kyle, but me, man, you just threw me under the bus and walked away. Ouch! That yeah, that sounds about right. I'm, I'm <laughs> I don't. Remember, right. I remember the trash talk you were de- dealing out in Smash. So it's true. It's true. I, I can't. Uh, I can't defend myself against that. All right. Well. Let's go ahead and move on to our next new story, which is about a really cool indie game that has popped up on Kickstarter. And that game, and this was actually posted in our Discord by Jenny G, and that game is Spirit Swap, lo-fi beats to match 3-2, which combines rhythm gaming with Panel de Pawn, man, with Tetris Attack, my favorite puzzle game ever. And it it just kind of wraps it all in lo-fi music in this really cool art style. 
And I I haven't donated to a Kickstarter, I don't think, since Mighty Number no. 9, and I was kind of you know, scared <laughs> off of it. Um, oh. You know, for that, for good reason, right? But I might have yeah. to donate to this. because, uh, mm. Well, at least I'm going to check out the demo first, because there is a demo for oh, both TC good. and Mac, and I haven't it's very well animated. Yet. Very well animated. It is, animated. right? And I love the art style. The the music is incredible, too. Yeah, I've always loved lo-fi music. And yeah, it's... dude, lo-fi mm. is, is my jam right now. Mm. So we're but yeah, the Kickstarter just went live a few, uh, a couple, or yesterday, April thirteenth, and um, it's doing very demo. well. It's already at seventy-one thousand of the seventy-five thousand goal. So Whoa, they'll make it. Last they'll time I checked, it was thirty-four thousand. Nice. Yeah, it, it definitely it. picked up and got talked about a lot. So they're they're definitely going to make it. Uh, yeah. Real quick, I'll do to correct me is that Kyle Bear is also union, so I don't want to disparage that. But oh. again, he's 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 Gohan. I love him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So so with Spirit Swap. You wrote it said rhythm based. Is this like is it like you're just playing Paolo Dupont and then it's like like good music or is this actually like you get points for doing it to the rhythm? It I think like there is a rhythm points. based element yeah. to the game. Oh yeah, I see I it. Match to the is. beat. Well, yeah. Actually, no. It, I, is it? I I love the idea of this. They have eight player paneled upon on here where everybody's working off the same screen and that that's cool. That mm-hmm. has, that's an interesting mode. I want this on Switch. Of course I do, right? Because it's essentially panel upon, and I would love to, you know, I don't play really games on PC in general. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I hope that whatever, I haven't really looked too far into the backer tiers and goals and such, but I do hope that this game does well enough to be released on at least Switch, if not consoles in general. Mm-hmm. I feel like I True and Pixel has put something out on Switch before. I, I don't see any plans right. for the Switch in the Kickstarter yet, but I, I mean... I mean, that's an easy future goal. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. What's really cool about this, too, is that uh, the developer, Soft Not Weak LLC, is described as a queer, person-of-color majority game co-op focused on making games that look like us, and hopefully like you, too. And one of the bullet points is queer and diverse joy. Much like the cast of Spirit Swap, our team is also queer, black, and or people of color, and it's well past time we see ourselves experiencing happiness in media. I love that. And I the, there's a lot of wearing that on yeah. its they pronouns in this, which is cool. Yeah, like that really, really beefy cool. dude is is a they he. <laughs> yeah. Also, a cancer for those curious. <laughs> yeah, got uh, zodiac signs. But yeah, I love the the vibe of this, the character designs, and of course, it's again penalty pawn with a rhythm element, which literally had me at low five penalty pawn. That's that's all. Yeah, yep. that's they had me mm-hmm. there. Yeah, so I might, I might, uh, this might be my first Kickstarter I pledged to since Mighty Number no. Nine, which is, you know, if, if anything can get me back to Kickstarter after the horror <laughs> that was that game and how it turned out, then more power to this game. Man, that's, I wish that was, them the best. That was one of the games where I was least oh, excited man, it... to get a review copy. I was like, I have to cover this game now. Uh-huh. What did I sign Same. up for? Oh, God. <laughs> yeah. Um,. Yeah. They actually have in the, on their Kickstarter page. They actually have uh, two songs that are going to be in the game already. Nice. Uh, the theme nice. and something called Sugar Plum. Okay, I need to spend a little time really digging into this Kickstarter page. Yeah, for clearly, sure. I need to play the demo. Uh, but yeah, this is something I'm really interested in. It sounds like we all are. So hey, who knows? Maybe you know, maybe when this game does come out and it does eventually come to consoles, hopefully we'll we'll cover yeah. it here on GVG. Yeah. Let's see what happens. So, yeah. Wish them the best. Indeed. All right. Well, let's go ahead and move on to our next news story, uh, which is some some unfortunate Capcom-related news. 
And I say unfortunate, but it's it's really just, you know, not that big a deal. But the Capcom store is closing uh, very soon, mm-hmm. and the last date to place an order is May 1st. So if you have your eyes on anything at the, Cap- at the Capcom store and you've, or you've been eyeing things, now's the time to buy them because you're not going to be able to much longer. How long has the store been open for? Is this like, has this been around a long like time? It's been several years. Time. Yeah, it feels like. Wow. Yeah, I, I feel at like. At least several years. I, I know that I purchased a game from here before, and I want to say it was an iteration of Street Fighter 4. So it has to have been around mm-hmm. a long time. I mean, they, they they have this whole reward system, apparently, where you yeah, can get, like, uh, art books, like, for Darkstalkers. And, That's so cool. Uh, yeah, Capcom fighting tribute. Like, there's, it feels like it's definitely a thing that's been around for a while. But I don't. They didn't really say why they're closing. It's very odd. Yeah, I, I maybe they're just not doing a lot of business anymore. Maybe people are are procuring Capcom related goods through other storefronts that are yeah. not Capcom. Well, I didn't even know it existed. So that's, yeah, that's probably part <laughs> of the problem. Is people probably just didn't know it was even around, or if they did, were like, yeah, well, I could pay the normal price on Capcom store, or I could just pay it on the PlayStation store where I already have a card and an account. Yeah. I feel Um, like the Capcom store is a vestige of, of almost like the pre Amazon era of. Yeah. I think you're right. right. For sure. It's like, I I never think, man, I would love to go directly to Capcom, buy this game for the same price. I'd get it for at Amazon and pay shipping. What a deal. Yeah. Yeah, no, I mean, right? the same applies to even, you know, like a company like Nintendo. I, I can't remember the last time I used the, the Nintendo store to okay. buy a Nintendo product. Hold on. Unless it's like one that it's only offered there. Like yeah, I was about box. to say, I was about to say, one, it's unfair for us as Americans to talk shit on the Nintendo store because we have objectively the worst one. Like Japan, Japan and yeah. Europe both have a way superior sort like yeah. in japan you can order a custom friggin switch like yeah. with whatever oh, wow. combination you want like, yeah, yeah you can man. just go on their website and say i want a black switch with a dark blue left joy con and a bright pink right joy con and they'll bundle it up and ship it to you for no additional cost man. it's <sighs> it is it's because it america's too darn big it really yeah. is too it darn big is. but the other thing is 90% of what we have on the American store is just, uh, like, licensed merch, like, low-tier yeah. licensed merch. And then if you need, like, a replacement case because you lost one of your game I cases. do remember I yeah. bought, like, because they have some, like, retro stuff, almost, like, parts. So it's, like, you can buy the back for a Wii remote. Yeah, yeah. So, like, if you if mm-hmm. one day I, like, ah, oh, crap, I lost one, I can just order an actual one. But that's, like, I mean... It's not as cool as a freaking custom switch or right. things like that. Yeah. So I, I'm looking through the store just to see what they have, like what kind of things we can look for. And it's maybe this is why it's going out because there is not a lot in this I store. I've been, I've been searching probably the whole been thing. phasing it out for a while. It yeah. might be a thing. Because, there's so many yeah, there's... zero products in this category how, pages. How funny would it be if on the last day of April they posted one copy of Mega Man Legends 3? <laughs> Side. I, see oh, you're, a... I see you're well into the chaos uh, side of uh, order and chaos today Steve. <laughs> <laughs> that would be awful but also amazing and it's uh, i mean at least it, it, as long as somebody who was willing to dump it got a hold of it okay you know i'm, I'm fine yeah with that. yeah um goron amber points out that the way that image is cropped about uh on twitter for the store closure makes Mega Man's smile look really ominous and i agree it makes it look like yeah. Mega Man's almost responsible for it he's like I'm gonna get this <laughs> he, i down. did this cancel well, he, me yeah. will you 
He saw a bad Mega Man Volnut, and he's like, nope, I'll one-up you. I'm going to take down the whole damn Capcom nice. store. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Joseph Rutkin points out that the Square Enix store is nice, and it is. I have actually mm. have purchased yes. a couple of uh, collector's editions over the years from, from the Square Enix store. Mm. The only problem with the Square Enix store is kind of the same problem that exists with Square Enix themselves, and that is that you're basically forced to pay the Square Enix tax. on Unless they have a sale. They do run sales seasonally. But generally you're going to be paying a lot of money for almost anything you buy Mm. on that store just because Square upcharges for everything. Yep. So. Hmm. Yeah. It is. It is indeed. All right. Well, let's go ahead and uh, head on to our next news story. And speaking of Square, actually, this is perfect. Good segue. A lot of new. Yeah. yeah, It was intentional, right? Remake. Totally. Totally intentional. intentional. Yes. (laughs) So this was uh, posted in our server by Jess, and uh, there's a lot to, to kind of unpack here, but Square Enix has revealed a ton of new details on the gameplay and characters and voice cast of FF7 Remake Intergrade's uh, Yuffie episode, which is officially titled FF7, FF7 Remake Intermission, which with, of course, only the inter part of that word in capital, <laughs> or in caps, because this is Square Enix, right? So... Yeah, there's a lot to to talk about here. I'm just as hype about this now as I was when it was uh, revealed during the state of play. Um, yeah. What I, what I like here is we're getting some breakdown on how she uh, works. Like mm, right. uh, you you press a square, square button to strike enemies with Yuffie's throwing star, and you hold it hold it to continue attacking while putting distance between you and your f- foe. Um, it'll automatically return to Yuffie after a certain amount of time, but you can also retrieve it so- uh, sooner by pressing triangle. Thanks for some interesting gameplay there. Um, you could also just hurl it at the enemy with the triangle. Uh, let's see. Ninjutsu attacks initially deal non-elemental damage, but the ability Elemental Ninjutsu, Ninjutsu can change the attacks of any to fire, ice, lightning, or wind, making it easier to exploit enemy weaknesses. There's someone um, named Billy Bob? There is. Yes, and, and there's a new character named character Billy, Bob. Billy Bob. Billy Bob. Billy Bob has a skill that I can respect. I can get behind this. He can drink as much as he wants and not get drunk because his job is to collect intel from people at bars. I respect that skill. <laughs> and I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure Steve does too. Bill, you know, there's there's a certain joy of being drunk, though, man. Like, I mean, that's true. That's true. I, I don't know. I feel like it would be one of those things that I gained. I gained a enviable power, but at what cost? I lost a shred of my at what humanity. Cost? That's true. Like can the I, Saitama true. of drinking. Good point. <laughs> Can I say I actually love that the game is called Final Fantasy VII Intermission because it perfectly describes what this game is to yeah. like to like someone like me who who does it. I I I didn't play Final Fantasy VII Remake. I watched someone play it. I know. I I'm ashamed of myself because <laughs> I wanted to, to play the, the. I I need to fix it. I I I bought the original game so I could PS5 at least play version. the original and then play the remake. Anyway, coming in from an outsider's perspective. Not knowing what this was, it's like, is it like a semi-sequel? Is it like an expanded thing? What is it? The fact that it's called Intermission makes me like instantly know, oh, this is this is like a side story kind of thing that will go with the game until we get the new right. thing. I think it's a genius name. I don't know if right. anyone had a problem with it, but I think it's great. The only issue I have with it, and I agree, it's a good name. The only issue I have is that I was already mistakenly calling Intergrade Intermission because Intergrade such a weird mm. word. Yeah. So... Uh-huh. 
like now we actually do have episode intermission, which is part of remake Intergrade. And so it's, you know, it's the usual square naming shenanigans, yeah. but I agree. It is nice that this, it's not this as bad episode as does have this name. No, it's not as bad as it, as some other square games. Mm-hmm. And it is nice that this Yuffie episode is officially titled this now because I've seen quite a bit of uh, confusion online over the past few weeks wondering like, Hey, is this part two? Is this a prologue to part two? What is this? Yeah. Now this, as you said, Andrew, definitively uh positions it as a as an integral as an intermission yeah. as you it's said. very good it's very good um so the voice actress for uh yuffie is Susie young who i've not actually heard any of the stuff i'm looking at her uh sort of page right now mm. um i've not watched attack on titan but uh for those fans she plays laura tiber um Ooh. she was in fire uh fire force force or something named <clears throat> gold uh, she's in Jujutsu Kaisen, which I know has gotten really big lately, as Sumiki Fushiguro, but I don't know these yeah, characters. I'm not familiar with any I know everything about Attack on Titan, and I don't know anything about that. I have read the entire <laughs> manga from start to finish, and I have no idea who that character is. Oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, maybe that's a good thing. You know, you get you get into Final Fantasy, you got these new people that you might not it already recognize from something else. I feel like they're else. going a lot of new talent. Uh, which yeah. is always and I loved cool. the voice act. I, I am the first person Insane. to say that, like, oh, I would rather listen to the Japanese voice acting than than some other group of doing it in English that's a dub. But this game, Final <laughs> Fantasy VII Remake, did a fantastic job with the dub. It did. Oh, absolutely. So I have and, faith in them. And I, I don't recognize any of these names, really, but uh, one I'm really looking forward to hearing is Damon Mills, who's going to be playing Vice the Immaculate. And I just want to know what they're going to do Vice with this wacky character from dirge of Cerberus, and they even now go all in and and describe vice as the sadistic ruler of shinra's top secret underground research center deep ground which they said the word deep ground (laughs) there it is there it is is a thing that is happening and steve will like this interested so um uh, so damon mills uh one of the things steve would know him from kind of is uh he is sort of the replacement frieza in Super. You know how Chris Ayers oh, had his whole yeah. throat trouble? He's who plays Frieza when he's not able to, and it's so hard to tell the difference. I was going to say, I, I remember when they had to bring in a replacement. I didn't know by name, but yeah, it is a very stunning likeness. Like a, mm-hmm. They sound incredibly similar. Mm-hmm. And that Frieza voice is so okay. distinctive. Like, Good it, voice. It would be hard one so this, yeah, his, his lineup of characters he's played... Holy mm. crap! He has played <laughs> so many characters. By the way, I, you know, I had to, I had to refresh my memory. I had to look up Vice the Immaculate. This guy is the most square Enix ass character in the world. Like, let me, <laughs> yeah. let me see if I can get this in focus. Like, Yo. look at this yeah. dude, shirtless. Cerberus didn't do a whole lot right, and, which is why it's, uh-huh. it's even more interesting that they actually are going all in on including Dirge of Cerberus elements and characters in remake story i don't think any of us expected that i remember when we 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 got the reveal we were watching it during state of play i was like shit was that vice like am i wrong or is it actually vice and it was i was like holy crap they're going there i feel i feel like nobody liked dirt i I almost feel like i should show off no i'm not putting myself through that don't do that to just was like drinking whiskey straight from the bottle at his desk and he's like put together a cabal of the finest final fantasy fanfic writers we're gonna make a new game uh, amazing. <laughs> someone's like i need uh, the guy that was played by gact and i need vice in here and he's like yeah whatever fuck it i'm drunk 
Let's go. <laughs> yeah. I, I wonder if they ever are going to uh, introduce a recast Genesis. Like, I, uh, like obviously, they're not going to use Gak's likeness anymore. I, 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 wonder if to, I, I feel like it's him. coming. I want them to yeah, go think full so bore and just get Gak's likeness again. <laughs> just... Yeah, just do mm. it again, and maybe license some of his worst songs too. Just throw those in there. <laughs> like, uh-huh. I, I really just yeah. want it to go off the rails at this point. I'm gonna play it and enjoy it almost certainly no, no matter, matter what. what. But the crazier yeah. it gets, I think the more I'll be here for it. <laughs> right. <laughs> like just play vanilla um, during an action scene or something. It'll be great. Yeah. Uh, Derek Alatovich with a great point in the chat. How mad would you be in a world where people can be named Cloud and Sephiroth and your name is Billy Bob? Right? <laughs> so <laughs> true. So How true. How would you be? Oh, Billy Bob. Good old um, Billy Bob. So one of the one of the other cool things about uh, episode intermission is that we're going to meet a lot more of the members of Avalanche's central HQ. Like, mm-hmm. as we know, Barrett's faction is a splinter group. And we hear about Central HQ a few times throughout Remake, but we never really meet too many characters from them or from that Central HQ. So right. we're going to find out more about that side of the story, and I think that's pretty cool. That's really cool. Yeah, it was, it was really kind of interesting this, that they were all part of like a splinter group of Avalanche almost. Yeah, exactly. So, And, and just in case you uh, have missed out on the context thus far, uh, Yuffie is on a mission from Wutai to steal uh, what is apparently the most powerful materia locked up in Shinra HQ. And of course, if you know FF7 lore, there's like an ongoing war between Wutai and Midgar, or Shinra, I should say. Um, and so this all takes place, I believe, after Cloud falls uh, into the into uh, the slums. After the somewhere around fall. there, yeah. Yeah, so we find out what's happening from the perspective Is this a new story? Yes, yeah. this it has is. never okay. been told. God, I mean, this is sort of a way to get a character from later in Final Fantasy VII into the game much earlier. Gotcha. Sort of like, were you confused when the uh, plate fell and all of a sudden there's a cat? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Yep. Future, yes. future party member from the main game. Mm, so that wasn't right. supposed to be. Yeah. So he I, wasn't there in the in the yeah. original. It's just they like, hey, he's here. He's around, I, which I, makes I sense, but it's also a weird, weird thing. See, this is why it. I wanted to play the original first, and and I still will. I swear I'll play it. I own it, and I'm going to enjoy you, you, it. You should. I, I definitely mm. don't think that you need to play the original to enjoy mm. Remake, but I do, with the way they're going you with get it, a little I think bit you more maximize your enjoyment yeah, of Remake that's if you I'm do saying. play the original. Oh, you can compare and also, if you play the original, if you do play the original, uh play or find a way to watch crisis core as well that is the best oh, part yeah. of Definitely the um, do. uh compilation of ff7 okay yeah, i heard yeah, about crisis, crisis core course. aren't they re- also remaking crisis core or am they're I remaking it as part of ever crisis which i know is okay. really confusing but yes yeah, it's one of the many parts <laughs> yeah. of ff7's well basically the entire timeline of ff7 is being remade as this you know mobile rpg ever crisis and oh, okay. crisis core is being remade as part of that. Okay. It's ridiculous. Square I'm learning square. so much today. <laughs> <laughs> nice. It's one of those um, weird, wacky things, but they make it work. Yeah. Especially mm-hmm. with in Seven mm-hmm. Remake's case, it's odd. No, I love Final uh, Fantasy Seven from what I've seen so far. I love it. Nice. No, it, it, it's a classic for a reason, right? Okay. Uh, as IGN points out, uh, there's also a digital deluxe edition coming that is going to include a digital mini soundtrack, including a new version of Descendant of Shinobi, which of course is Yuffie's theme, as well as a mini art book, including concept art and character sheets. 
Uh, and you also, if you pre-order a remake undergrade, you get the uh, bonus Caxstar weapon, which I assume is probably a uh, Yuffie weapon. Oh, yeah, it is specifically for intermission, so it's a mm-hmm. Yuffie weapon. Nice. Interesting. Cool. Nice. All right. Well, we got one more story to uh, cover today, and it has to do with a movie sequel I know we are all really excited about. <laughs> so let's go ahead and get that up on screen. So we don't have any hard confirmation of this, but if you take these tweets at their word, uh, the team behind the Sonic 2 movie is going to have a lot, or is having, enjoying a lot more creative freedom for the sequel than they did. Uh, for the first movie, and that the uh, internet is apparently going to break once the, the first internet. trailer for Sonic 2 is dropped. The whole internet. The whole the internet, whole internet is going to go down <laughs> on that day. Sonic and Tails are going to break the internet. <laughs> but you know what? I am here for it, and I will give them the, the benefit of the doubt because the first movie was surprisingly good, and if they're really able to stretch their creative wings and go all in on the fan service for Sonic 2... That could be pretty damn cool. So I'm excited. Real quick, this apparently comes from episode 27 of Kellen's Petty Talk Show, which is a podcast on Spotify. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, they, they claim they had two uh, writers for the movie on there. And they said uh, the exact quote is, the trailer for the movie is going to be insane. It's going to break the internet guaranteed. Uh, so, I mean, the rest of it is kind of conjecture based on that quote. Mm. Um, mm. Right. But I guess it is verifiable. I'm I I haven't listened. I mean, to that podcast, uh, uh, but... there's some bullet points on here. So it's apparently going to be bigger, have more action and figure uh, feature stuff. We'll really like. There was apparently one Robotnik scene that was cut due to it not contributing to the plot and being expensive. But it's so cool that they plan to use it in the third movie. Much, oh man! I'm sure they're they're yeah. already planning for a third movie. Of course, oh, you know of course. Much much less was cut from conception compared to movie one. They cut some CGI characters in certain scenes due to budget from movie one. And despite being higher in budget this time around, it won't be Detective Pikachu expensive. Paramount wisely realized that the reason the Sonic movie was more financially successful, despite Detective Pikachu making more money, was due to them avoiding dumping crazy money into it. So they're giving it more money but not a ton of money. And apparently they're finding ways to make that budget work. Mm. Nice. Mm -hmm. I mean, it didn't look like they were operating off of a small budget for the original to begin with. It looked like, no, you know, it was really good. Other than, you know, pretty simple sets, sets and whatnot. Yeah. Set design was definitely simple, Mm. but I'll be interested to see where they go with this. Mm. I mean, if, if you're talking about an internet breaking trailer, I expect to see supersonic knuckles, (laughs) metal Sonic, something weird, like out of, Mm. out of, uh, Straight out of the video games, but the I don't, budget I don't for the first movie was eighty-one million dollars. What was the budget for Detective Pikachu? I wonder. I wonder. Let me see here. Three hundred million dollars. Five bazillion. I think it was quite a bit more, if I remember correctly. One hundred and fifty million. Damn. So about yeah, twice okay. as much, almost. Twice as much, yeah. And it only made a hundred million more than uh than the, the Sonic movie. So yeah, wow. They so, yeah. they made more profit. Yeah. In the end. Yep. By keeping costs down, and, and that makes sense that they want to do the same for Sonic 2. And, I mean, look, I thought Sonic 1 was a great-looking movie. I didn't feel mm. like I was ever watching anything that was that had corners cut in production, that looked cheap. I thought it looked mm. great. The CG was cool. The effects were great. So, you know, if they're going to keep it at that production cost, I don't really see a problem with that, or even in, you know anywhere about around that. They'll have more time th- to not redesign Sonic. Yeah. Right. They, <laughs> they yeah, already that, have it set. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I would love um, it if they just introduced like a new character like Tails or Knuckles and 
for some reason he just followed the design template of the original Sonic from God, the movie. Oh god, like, it's just it, absolute it him, right? It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> knuckles is very distressing to look at <laughs> just oh, it, knuckles is just an actual human with like with it's like been mm. painted it's, or, it's interesting or, they're uh, hyping up the trailer already when they only been in what pre-production for or production for maybe two months now at most right wow. like, i feel like it's, we're still a ways yeah. off from actually even getting a trailer for this thing yeah because is it coming out next year uh, i think so yes. yeah it is next year okay so uh, that, that's the thing. I'm keeping my expectations low because you know when you're making something like this, you're gonna be excited. You're gonna be like, "Oh man, everyone's gonna love this." Yeah, and, yeah. and I'm sure they thought the same thing about the first trailer that released. Oh, it broke True. the internet. Mm-hmm. It did break the internet. It did. Insert. Imagine Maybe that's got, what they're meaning. Imagine if we got Knuckles designed after the old Sonic movie art style, but it's the boom version of Knuckles. Oh, so it's like double oh, extra oh. awful. Oh my Extra bad. Barrel-chested, oh, oddly, oddly separated eyes. Yeah, very, <laughs> very unsettling uh-huh. teeth. Yeah. Gosh. Nightmare fuel um, knuckles. I don't yeah, I, I, there are so many. God Slayer knuckles. God Slayer. <laughs> oh, man. I have, yeah. I have a great story to relay on the post show. It is definitely not appropriate oh, for excited. this portion of the program. But. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, I am... Excited. Well, then we should uh, go ahead and get to that post show pretty soon. Before we do, I'd want to uh, go back to our previous story about FF7 Remake Intermission's crazy naming schema for a bit, for a second, and point out that Seesaw 24 floated a game title that I really want to see become real someday, and that is Final Fantasy VII Remake Intermission 2.8 Final Chapter Prologue featuring Dante from the Devil May Cry series and Knuckles with new funky mode. I love it. I Dude, want that to be a thing. funky mode. Let's go. <laughs> yeah. Cloud I and want Funky that Kong. to be a real thing. Yeah. Riding mm-hmm. bikes. Cloud and Funky, yeah. Mm-hmm. And Dante. And Dante. Dante's just there. Yeah. All right. <laughs> well, I think that is a perfect note to go ahead and wrap up this episode on. But before we get too far into the outro, as always, uh, Andrew, why don't you tell our awesome audience where they can find you, man? Uh, you can find me mostly on Twitch. I'm a YouTuber, and I swear I'm making a video. It's been a hot minute. But it's only because the the new video that I'm doing on Battle for Bikini Bottom is going to be incredible. It's going to be an hour and a half video <laughs> documenting never oh, before seen oh, info gosh. straight from the developers, and it's going to be good. That'll be releasing nice soon. Nice. <laughs> it'll it'll happen. But most of the time, I stream on Twitch Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursdays, and Fridays in about twenty minutes. But stay Very here nice. for the post Sweet. show. This is important. Don't come oh, to course. me. Yes. Don't come yes. to me on twitch.tv for slash basics for. But really, guys, thank you for having me here. This is, this of course. is so much fun. Thank you. Always, always, having, always great having you on. Yeah, you're welcome back anytime. Of course, we love having you on, man. And thank you for being here and spending your time with us. Of course, of course. It's always good. Um, before we sign off, I do want to make a quick, uh, exciting announcement. And that is that our merch store is officially open. Uh, we're still working out a few kinks. But if you scroll down right now, uh, either either in our live audience or if you're watching the VOD version, you will see that you can buy Good Vibes Gaming merchandise. Currently, we have a t-shirt and a mask, a face mask available. However... For some reason, when you click through, the currency is in Australian dollars, so we're not quite sure what's going on yet, oh, you but we're working that. out the kinks. What? Oh, I just said, oh, the internet. It's, it's, it's so weird, weird right? So we're like still working that. out some kinks, but we do what we are. We have officially launched our merch. There's going to be more in the future. Uh, so if you're you know, interested in that, definitely click through and, uh, and check out what we have on offer. 
But with Heck that yeah. said, um, we are at the end of the episode. So as always, we do have to give special thanks to all of our patrons at the producer tier and above for helping to make today's news tonight happen. Because without you, it would not be happening. And we wouldn't be here three days a week having such an awesome time with our live audience and when, you know, hanging out with each other and talking about gaming news. So thank you so much for your support. In addition, an especially massive thank you to our patrons at the executive producer tier and above. And those awesome, awesome folks are Jared Edinger, Brandon Bovia, Rob Arman X, Dan Entwistle, Z Patty, Hyrule Hermit, Sky Blue Flames, Adam O'Sullivan, Richard Herrera, Michael Phone, Floating Mew, Echo Carroll, Christopher, The D-Pad, Vesmio, Waffle King, Nick Waterman, Kitty Kong Fax, Angel Martinez, Vedron Hotik, Makalau, John, <laughs> Joshua Hunter, Evernight Studio, Benny Yao, Azran127, Kinrule09, Jake Pelka, Geller, Joseph Rutkin, Titus Malvolio, Charlie Bird, Lucky Wonderfish, Top Dog23100, Young Ben Kenobi, Douglas Chomix, Andrew Medeiros, RMM, Patrick Harrison, Becca, Rocks the Cat, Fizzywig Hoyd, Flaming Highwayman, Sean Garrett, The Legend of Groose, Eddie B, <laughs> right? <laughs> Eddie B, Kai Ed, Kit Fisto, West Egg, Master Lynx, Sean Davis, Deanith, Jackson, or excuse me, Kota, Michael McCaw, Matthew Wong, Ashish Joshi, Goron Amber, Straight Lace, Hubi, Wolf X Blake and Moon Macarons, Kane, Captain Finlandia, 60 Minutes in 60 Seconds, The Game Orb, Dano the Artist, Synchro Lord, Brainchild, Rosa Pardo Bowling, Hi Mom, <laughs> Scuff196, Skull Kid Tiger, AJB Cool, Jason Uloa, Jaden Buck, Phantom Project, Wheezy Penguin, and Anthony Wilson Jr. Thank you all so much Yay. for your incredible support of the channel and our show. Remember, you too can become a patron over at patreon.com slash gbgaming, where you can uh, check out a bunch of different tiers you can support us at, including our most popular tier, which is our $5 live audience tier, which lets you interact with us and our special guests throughout each episode of Today's News Tonight. But whether you support us on Patreon or not, or you just drop a like and subscribe here on YouTube, we love you all the same. We couldn't be more thankful for your support. And uh, yeah, that's it. So uh, we'll see you next time for uh, Today's News Tonight on Friday. And until then, good night and good vibes, everybody. Bye. Yay. Bye, everyone. Bye. <laughs> Recordings have stopped. Hey, it's, 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 it's stopped.